<clears throat> Excuse me. Good evening, everybody, and welcome here to the Sports Talk Network, specifically here to the pa Talking Packers with Steve heading into week two, a wild week one that it was. Uh, ups and downs to the Thursday night game with, with the Lions defeating the Chiefs by a point to this Monday night game that had the Jets winning in wild fashion in overtime, but that game starting with the end of a season, maybe the end of an era, uh, end of a career, we'll, we'll find out and find out that next season, but with Aaron Rodgers. So a wild week one in between, of, of course, as well. Uh, we will dive into all that was week one, predict week two, all that. I'm going to have Gunny and also Adam Karnick later on, um, host of the uh, Chicago Show for IE Sports Radio. IE Sports Radio, your feed for all that is sports, a network uh, that I was proud of, are proud to be part of in the past. I'm glad to be working with them in this way. Uh, so also so to introduce my co-host, AJ, how are you doing this evening? Good, man. How are you? How are you guys both? We, uh, I'm doing well. I'm doing well. How are you doing, Gunny? I'm good, gentlemen. I mean, as good as can be, right? Like at the end of the day, still going through the whole roller coaster aspect of the hype over the the the, the off season, man. Like it's still surreal to me, man. Like I, the worst possible way this could have gone for the New York Jets and the fan base yeah. is exactly how it went, which. At, at some point, you just got to laugh at it, man. Like, in all actuality, I, I woke up this morning and I was like, it, it, this could only happen to us. <laughs> and you just got to laugh at it. So, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm still uh, here and there with the emotional roller coaster. But overall, man, mm -hmm. we won the game. We're, we're, <laughs> we're leading the AFC East this week. And uh, Zach Wilson's back up, right? And I can only imagine mm -hmm. that some of that Aaron Rodgers magic touched off on the kid. Um, and he can at least be a suitable quarterback in the NFL. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Let's uh, let's go through the games quickly. I'll just go over as I do each and every week. Go through week one, the scores, and all that, and then we'll get down to the Jets game. So starting off with the Lions, as I talked about earlier, defeating the Chiefs by one point, twenty-one to twenty, big win for Detroit, uh, for sure. Browns beating up on the Bengals that was surprising to me. Didn't see that coming. Didn't predict that coming. Uh, Twenty-four-three win for the Browns at home. The Ravens curb stomp the Texans. 25-9 in that matchup. The Buccaneers surprised me. Tembe winning on the road with Baker Mayfield, a guy that I didn't know truly how to feel heading into the season, but he certainly impressed me um, with his leadership, with his play. I did uh, watch a video on Tampa Bay Buccaneers' YouTube channel this afternoon of him being mic'd up, you know, that sort of stuff. Um, in regards, helpful for me as a non-Buccaneer fan, let alone NFL fan, uh, seeing Baker Mayfield, you know, trying to um, – build relationships on that team during game, let alone before the season, if that makes sense. 20-17 to 17 win for Tampa Bay. The Atlanta Falcons winning at home 24-10 over the Carolina Panthers. You know, have those uh, early season woes for rookie quarterbacks that are starting. Then we have the Commanders-Cardinals game, a game heading into it that, you know, thought would be the, the dog of the week, but actually was a pretty good game, at least in my eyes personally. Back and forth, Arizona had a chance to get the win, but... Their offense just couldn't do enough. Commanders win 20 to 16 to start their new era. Jaguars defeating the Colts on the road 31-21. 49ers stomping a mud hole in the Steelers 30 to 7. The Saints over the Titans by a point 16 to 15. The Raiders of the Broncos 17 to 16. Raiders Broncos, you know that being a sort of rivalry, but not much lately in regards to you know how they're going back and forth. 
Eagles Patriots, Tom Brady being honored at halftime. We'll talk about later about him in different situations. But the Eagles defeating the Patriots 25-20. to The Rams over the Seahawks 30-13. to That was surprising to me. I thought Seattle was going to win this game, and I thought they were going to be the ones to win it convincingly. The Dolphins over the Chargers 36-34. to And then our game, AJ. The Packers over the Bears, 38 to 20. How you like them, Apples? What did you expect? What did you expect? All offseason, Aaron Rodgers isn't here. Ownership is taken away of the Bears. You know, it's Jordan Love. They're going to stop a mud hole else, right? And in the end, it's like nothing ever changed. Never will. (laughs) Never will. Never never will. Nope. Yeah, it's, it's almost as if Aaron Rodgers signed over the deed to the Bears ownership. Uh, mm-hmm. watching that game. I, I, hey, look, Jordan Love looked good, man. Jordan Love looked good. There's some things he obviously has to clean up, right? Like, but it, overall, you couldn't have asked him to come out and, and swing as much as he mm-hmm. did and just hit the Bears in the mouth. Uh, that defense is still top five in the league. You, you see these guys being able to go ahead and play the way they want to when y'all took that lead. It was almost over suffocating Justin Fields. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, nah, I'm not going to lie to you. I, I'll be the first to say, if, if the freaking Green Bay Packers, I told this to my wife, huge Green Bay Packers fan, somehow, some freaking way, go from Brett Favre <laughs> to Aaron Rodgers and Jordan Love for the next 15 to 20 years, I'm going to lose my mind. Oh, yeah. I'm going to lose my mind. <laughs> it's not fair in any capacity on any worldly realm that y'all can go back to back to back in terms of quarterback hits. Like it, It's the hardest position in all sports. It's the most difficult to figure out. And somehow the the Packers got the form. I'll, I'm not gonna lie to you. It's just the hating me. I'll be honest mm-hmm. about it. It's the hating me. Obviously, you've seen our quarterback situation, not so grandiose. So I, I will lose my mind. And from, I'm not gonna lie to you. In game one, I sat there and I was like, "You've got to be kidding me! <laughs> can can they really have done this three times in a row?" <laughs> I hope so, man. Certainly, certainly. No, but I mean, week one, you gotta you gotta tip your cap to Goot, man. He's he's got a lot of crap for all the stuff he's been doing lately with this team in the direction they've been going, drafting Jordan in the first round a couple years ago. But he's got to feel pretty good after week one. You saw the guys in the going in the tunnel after the game, man, giving him some love. But yeah, feel good for him, no doubt. Exactly, and even for myself heading into that game, I know we were talking about last week in regards to like. Yeah, I was hoping we were going to win, but I didn't think this was going to be the outcome. You know, I was a little bit concerned, the unknown. Um, but to see how well Jordan played in the whole team, you know, the defense stepped up as well, you know, stopping um, that uh, some dual threat quarterback that the Bears have and they're, what they're trying to build there in Chicago. Um, and much respect to them. But still, you know, Packers getting the win, big win on the road. You know, then we have another road game. But, but just for right now, uh, great to see us win and, and win by that margin because – like I said, heading into the game, I didn't know if we were really going to be able to pull it off. And it's not that I don't have respect or wanting, you know, greatness for Jordan Love. It's just the first game, right? No matter if he's going to be a future Hall of Famer or, or a dud, no matter what, and no matter how the outcome of the game is going to be, I was still worried in this first game being on the road in Chicago. Those two factors for me. But glad to see that the results were what they were. Uh, oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, I was just oh, – <laughs> I didn't want to stop you. Uh, anyways, no, moving forward, um, Cowboys, Giants, 40 to nothing. 
yeah, other event life. Um, <laughs> you know, and it's in. I know Jets fans were worried that that could be, could have been the same fate for the Jets. Um, oh yes, after <laughs> after seeing him go down, yeah, you, you, I was terrified. But Jets Bills Bills, um, you know, playing on it up, but. Those costly interceptions and fumble, but fumble, mm-hmm. 2.0, only by a Buffalo Bill this time. Um, you know, being the key of the game, the Jets' defense is the one that, that carried them to the finish line. And then what really of did, of course, was the, the punt return for a touchdown. Um, by Xavier Gibson, a guy I was really pulling forward watching him on one Jets drive and hard knocks and whatnot. Um, since I watched both, sometimes I could confuse what was shown on what and, you know, the latter. But... Him and his friendship with uh, Brownlee, I think his name is, wide receiver. Um, and and those two, uh, building a buddy and friendship, both. I think they said they, they met at the Senior Bowl and became friends and then right. magically got drafted to the same team, so built the friendship even more and and both being blessed to make the squad of the 53 for the New York Jets. So, Gunny, in regards to the game, I know, you know the Aaron Rodgers news specifically, but just overall for the game, what are your what are your feelings on how the Jets pulled it off even without number eight? Yeah, um, for me it was it was it was hopeful. It was hopeful because I don't think there could have been any other impact or effect that could have drained the energy, the soul, the atmosphere uh, to the extent that that situation did. And and to me it was it was shocking to say the least. I I, I thought the game was lost. If I'm being hundred percent honest with you, I thought when he went down, wow, this game is lost. The Buffalo Bills, they have a good defense. Josh Allen is, is still Josh Allen. Uh, how do you come back from that? How do you come back from a game plan where it was tailored to the Aaron Rodgers? There's not many guys like this guy. So I didn't think we were going to have the ability to go ahead and overcome that. I know the defense was going to be able to do their part, keep it close. I just did not know if the offense could do anything of note. But I got to tell you this. I never felt more confident in the fact that this team believes they're as good as they've been saying they are. Even with the loss of Aaron Rodgers, their energy never faltered. Uh, in fact, it seems like they found another layer of energy. Um, and I, I watched that game and watched these guys uh, claw their way back, fight their way back. You see Zach Wilson throw the interception. And then um, I love how how Coach Hackett went to him and said, hey, man, don't worry about it. Like, Kind of like let him know, like, don't stress it. Get it out of your head. On to the next. And he didn't have that last year. You know, we had uh, Michael Fleur up in the freaking booth, you know, hiding out in the freaking booth and whatnot. There was nobody on on the like ground floor with him, you know what I'm saying, on the war front to let Zach know, hey, calm down. This is what you missed, you know what I'm saying, and then get back on track. After that interception, Zach Wilson went 9 for 11 with a touchdown, right? Like – I, I can't be upset at how he was able to turn that around. Zach from last year crumbles. He crumbles there. Um, Gibson, man, like the defense, the special teams, Zach Wilson somehow pulling it through, even though he, there was no game plan for him going into this game. He, he went in there winging it, right? And they won the game. I, I think my reaction said it best. My daughter, um, I, I started screaming when Garrett Wilson made that incredible catch, woke up with my kids. Oh, yeah. My daughter comes downstairs from her room like, what's happening? Did we, did we lose? Did we win? I'm like, baby girl, we're making a comeback. So she stood up in my room. We were watching the game. And when we won, man, like I, it was, again, this that level of emotion from losing Aaron Rodgers to somehow getting this win. It, and this is why I think I'm so conflicted, like still two days later. I'm like, man, all right. So 
we, we beat the Buffalo Bills like badly. Like we embarrassed Josh Allen. He's human. Um, we know the Miami Dolphins don't have a defense. Their offense is terrifying. And the Patriots are still the Patriots. They're good defensively, but there's nobody on that offense the that's scary. Can we really potentially still be in the conversation for winning the AFC East? And it all falls on, on whether or not that sample size we saw from Zach Wilson um, can result in a bigger sample size with a game plan tailored to him, his skill sets. And and hopefully Hackett can turn him into, you know, a Bortles. You know, people forget that he made Blake Bortles look like he was a competent NFL QB when he was the OC at Jacksonville. Um, they took he took Blake Bortles with a dominant run game, a dominant defense to the AFC championship game. Game has changed a little bit since then. I get that. But I feel hopeful, man, that, that after I, you come off of the sadness and depression and like, you know, this can only happen to us aspect of losing and Aaron Rodgers. It's still football. There's still 16 more games. I'm going to still watch every freaking weekend. So how can we go ahead and salvage this season? I'm not going to sit here and tell you that Super Bowl is still my in the picture for me. I'm not going to say like, yeah, just going to, I was saying that before. I felt it was really the case. But now I think playoffs are still a, a possibility. And once you get in the playoffs, anything can happen. But I got to mm-hmm. say I'm proud of the guys. I'm proud of the Jets, man. They, they gutted through an impossible situation. You know what I'm saying? months upon months of buildup to come collapsing down within four drives, somehow gutting through and still beating a team considered to be the AFC East favorites and a Super Bowl contender um, in front of the bright lights. Everybody saw this game. This was Monday night football. So, so I feel good about this squad. I feel good about the progression. And I got to remember before Aaron Rodgers got here, we saw a progression of four games to seven games. And then this year it could be anywhere from 10 to 11 games with Coach Sala continuing to grow uh, each year. I feel better about it, man. Uh, again, I'm not talking about Super Bowl, but I do believe these Jets can compete with anybody in the AFC. Absolutely. Yeah, AJ, what are your thoughts in regards to even being a non-Jets fan and just watching that game from start to end? Oh, I mean, right from the get-go, right when it like the whole thing happened and got hurt, it seemed so unreal. Like. I'm a Packers fan because of Aaron Rodgers from when I was little. And, it, like, even a part of me, I was like, no way. And then when you hear he's done and then you don't like the way that it's headed. But for the Jets, man, that was huge. And I, I think for Zach Wilson this year, having Hackett and then having Aaron Rodgers still involved and then Aaron Rodgers' guys like Lazard and Cobb in both of his years, I, I think they're going to be able to turn him into a guy that – can be good enough to get them into the playoffs, win the East, maybe win a playoff game. But I thought it was – I thought the game was super fun, especially for Jets fans and that whole stadium. That that place – I don't know if I've heard a game through a TV like that in such a long time for the, in the NFL. That was crazy. Got fans standing up, jumping everywhere. It was awesome to see. I, I kind of believe that the Jets, even with Zach Wilson, like, like you said, can still win this – this division because their defense is so good. And you do with Josh Allen, who doesn't really play good against the Jets, who likes to give the ball to the other team. Tua can do the same thing. Not really worried about Mac Jones so much, but Jets Jets can still do this. They got a long year ahead and really depends on Zach. But they got the defense for this and they got the playmakers. Brees Hall when he gets fully healthy. I mean, my God, he was probably seventy five percent healthy, and he was the best running back exactly. in the weekend. So <laughs> when he gets back, yeah. this, this 
this team can still be scary. There's no doubt. And I thought it was so, so nice for the Jets from going from so low back to so high. I think that it honestly changed their whole, like, their season, honestly. And I felt like if they stayed, like, from where they were when Aaron got hurt and got blown out, this was going to be a long season. But fought back, got the win, and never know now, man. Season's going to be fun, I think. You're muted, brother. You're on mute. You're muted. <laughs> oh, sorry. Anyways, <laughs> you had a good game. You came back. You won. You won in overtime in the in the way that they did. But was that just adrenaline from with the Aaron Rodgers in the pregame? And you were you know hoping obviously to have the whole game. How is that going to be now with the full game now next week? Now that's unfortunate that you guys are playing Dallas. But uh, beyond that, you know, how things are going to go, you know, from there. You know, we, we were just talking about earlier the scores and all that. With Dallas mm-hmm. fishing the other New York team, their division flows the Giants and destroying them. Daniel Jones, right? So now with Zach Wilson um, and the Jets offense against that defense, it will be it will be a defensive battle, right? The Jets aren't – I don't think they're going to get blown out. But, you know, if the Jets defense comes to play like they did against Buffalo – can still be a game. It'll just be a defensive game, more like a 9-3 type of finish game because both offenses can't do crap because both defenses are getting interceptions or fumbles, both sides. So it could be that type of game. Some fans would call that boring, but some fans would enjoy that, depending on the individual. So, um, But for you, Kenny, what, what say you? You know, would you, would you not care which way that game goes, blowout or whatever, as long as the Jets get the W, right? I don't care if we won... Two to zero, a safety won us the game. I, I don't care how we do it. You know, at the end of the day, a W is a W. Um, I, I do, I'm like, I'm with you. I think it's gonna be a defensive game. I don't think I like what our defense can do against a guy like like Dak Prescott. We know he can be turnover worthy as well. I do believe the Dallas Cowboys defense is legit. I don't expect us to be able to do much as well offensively. Especially not not Zach Wilson going into week two again. There's still going to be some emotional highs these guys are dealing with. We're going to have to depend on the run game to go ahead and keep keep this as close as possible. But it's going to be one of those boring, low scoring, old school defensive football games. I think it's going to come down to whichever defense forces the most mistakes on from the offense that winds up winning it. Um, and I, I do give our special teams a slight edge, so so we might be able to go ahead and get them in, in uh, at least one facet. You know, what I'm saying uh, in this game, so. Uh, I see the Jets winning this game, um, and again, I'm, I'm surprised that I'm saying this, but I do believe it's going to be a very low-scoring game. I'm thinking like 14 to 10. <laughs> <laughs> no, I agree. No doubt. It's a, I'm actually going to find enjoyment in this one. These two defenses yes. are probably the two best in the league, man. There's, yeah. I mean, you got stars everywhere on the field. Everywhere. It's going to be fun. Everyone's going to be making plays. But, yeah, I, I think this one's going to be fun. It's going to be the complete opposite from Chargers-Dolphins this week. It was so fun because the offense is going to be so fun because the defense. Man. I, Defenses. I'm excited for this one. That's, oh, a, yeah. that's a good comparison. It's going to be the complete oh, yeah. opposite of that, but still yeah, fun yeah. to watch. No doubt. No doubt. <laughs> I'm going to say that, AJ, what say you in regards to – you don't have to give a score, but at least a prediction in regards to Dallas-New York Jets. I, when I was going through my games and deciding, I think it's going to be super close. I ended up picking the Cowboys just because – if I had to choose, I'm trusting Dak more than Zach Wilson probably. But, sure. I mean, this, the defenses are going to be making plays all day, and it's going to come down to turnovers and special teams, like you said. But I just think in the end, Dak 
is just got that slighter edge over Zach, and I, that's the only true reason why I see the Cowboys taking this. No, nah, that's fair. Really that's one hundred percent fair. Close. Yeah. Yeah, and for me, I'm going with Dallas as well. Uh, 13, 13 six type of final. Um, but you know, it's still being a, a fight to the end. It's not gonna, like I said, it's not gonna be a blowout. I know I've seen, I don't mean just Cowboy fans, but I've seen others think it's gonna be that way. But then again, there's same people that thought the Bears were gonna blow out Green Bay because Aaron's no longer there. So exactly, um, the Bears fans thought that. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Like I said, I was seeing you before the game, let alone after the game, clapping back at some. So. It was all off-season, man, all summer for no reason. I don't know what they thought we were going to change, but it's all right. They're back, they're back to hiding now, so we're good. We're good. We're past that. Yeah, it's all about putting them back in their place. It just took a little It took a game. Yeah. But they're, yeah, they're back fine. in their place. Yeah. Now we, that, now they got to wait till week 17. So, I mean, they, we won't be here a lot for a while. So, it's good. We're good. Oh, yeah. Uh, anyways, moving forward in regards to week two matchups, uh, we start tomorrow on Amazon with a Thursday night game, Minnesota Vikings. Philadelphia Eagles in Philadelphia. So, AJ, go ahead. First, we'll say you for this game. I like the Eagles. I don't think they look the greatest in New England, but I think getting back to Philly in a primetime game, I like I like what the, I'm going to see. Their offense is going to look good. Their defense will look good. I mean, Kirk Cousins in primetime, we all know. So, I'll, I'm definitely going to Philadelphia. I think it will be I think it will be pretty close, but I, I still think the Eagles probably win this game by like about a touchdown 10 points honestly i like the eagles and yeah man that eagles uh team is loaded uh, i know they did a complete revamp of that defense you know i think they got four or five new starters on defense but i like Jalen hurts i like i like aj brown i think Devontae smith is a dog they, they potentially have one of the best wide receiver duos in the nfl i think the only team you could say clears them really is the dolphins with tua and waddle i just i don't think the vikings defense improved any from last nope. season and that was an issue right we all kind of know they won a lot of games like it was a percentage against they won that just made statistically no sense they shouldn't have won them um and and you kind of saw that when it got to the playoffs right it finally hit them in the mouth when the giants uh knocked them out so i, I i'm not saying they're frauds i'm just saying they're not good enough they're just not it, it's 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 a one-sided game losing Dalvin Cook. I mean, again, Matheson is supposed to fill those shoes in. We're not, we don't know if he can or if he can't. It's just, this is too much to overcome. This Eagles team is going to come through tomorrow night. It's going to be fun for us to watch. Um, it'll be fun for y'all to watch because <laughs> I know uh, the Vikings oh, yeah. are in y'all division. But, um, yeah, I, I got the Eagles running through them, man. And I don't think it's going to be – I don't think it's going to be close. <laughs> right. I agree. I agree. I'm going with the Eagles over the Vikings, 35-17 type of score. Um, yep. Getting the win for Thursday night football, and if the Packers do win, of course, just like the Lions do, get a nice cushion, cushion mm-hmm. against the Vikings there in regards to the standings already just two weeks. Oh, yeah. In next up, now this one's going to be a dogfight, at least it should. You got the Baltimore Ravens facing the Cincinnati Bengals in Cincinnati. Ooh. This time we'll start with Gunny, then go to AJ accordingly. So, Gunny, how do you see this one going? Look, in all actuality, I don't even know if I know because whatever the Bengals put out there, Joe Burrow looked – he looked like Zach Wilson last year. Um, and that's, that's a smack in the face, man. He looked like Zach Wilson last year after Zach lost everybody. It was just him out there trying to make plays with Garrett Wilson. Um, again, I think Joe Burrow is one of those guys you talk about as one of the best quarterbacks in the league. You've kind of seen him uh, do it for a couple of years now. 
Uh, again, an incredible supporting staff in terms of, you know, Joe Mixon as a running back. You've got uh, Jamar Chase. I think he's up there, top three, uh, top two wide receivers in the league. Uh, and T. Higgins, who could be a number one on a lot of teams as well. So I, I think the the matchup favors the Bengals. And I say that because Lamar Jack, they just lost J.K. Dobbins, right? He's out, Achilles injury. Um, so now we, I think it's Justice Hill. Um, that's they're looking at jumping up to be RB1. Uh, I, I'm a big fan of of Zay uh, Zay Flowers. Zay Flowers. Thank you. I was gonna say Zay Jones. Zay Flowers. I like that kid a lot. Um, Odell looked a little bit not like Odell in Game One. Again, maybe it's the jitters. It's been a while since he played. Lamar Jackson in, in a in a new offensive scheme, right? Um, one where he says he wants to throw the ball more. We're gonna get to see you know him use less athleticism, more throwing. I'm not saying he can't throw the ball, but we just haven't really seen it consistently enough to say, yo, this guy is a pocket guy, right? Like what makes him special is he's gonna be to go ahead and use his legs, you know, and create out of the pocket. So too many unknowns with the Ravens. Uh, I'm going, I'm going Bengals, man. I'm, I'm going with the with the high powered offense. I think the Bengals have the continuity. Um, I think Joe Burrow is disgusted with how he played this past week. Uh, and I know I think Jamar Chase and, and T Higgins and, and freaking uh, Joe Mixon are going to come out swinging. And I, I do like the Bengals offensive line. They've made improvements over the last couple of years to protect uh, to protect our guy, uh, Joe Burrow. So I think that that you're going to see uh, I'm not going to say it's going to be a blowout win because you, you can never count on a Lamar Jackson to, to do this special. Um, but I got the Bengals winning this one, man, by by a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, man, I'm I'm going Bengals as well. I I just think after last week that offense is going to come out and just explode. Jamar, T, yep. Joe. I mean, Joe had the injury, and I mean the weather was god awful too. Couldn't it looked like he could hardly even grip the ball. But yeah, I think that offense is going to come out look really good, put up points. Uh, the Ravens, though, they always find a way on defense to play tough against the Bengals. They just always do. Yep. I still think Marlon Humphreys out this week, and then. Marcus Williams got hit or got hurt in the back. So it might be without those two of their best DBs. Uh, JK is obviously out, but yeah, I, I just, if those two guys are out, I think the secondary will be, would need a lot more help with those two guys. And uh, I think Joe will give it to him. Joe will have a good day. I think the Bengals will win this game by touchdown as well. They'll just be, that offense will be too much this week for the Ravens. And for me, I'm going with the Cincinnati Bengals over the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, close game, but still got a 27-20 win, touchdown uh, to win it near the end, uh, but going with Cincinnati there. Uh, moving forward, we have the Seattle Seahawks against the 1-0 Detroit Lions. Uh, they're in Fort Field. They're in Detroit. I'll go first here. Uh, I'm going to go with the Lions getting the win over Seattle. Um, some of them close game, but I see the Lions kind of pulling away to get to the fourth quarter uh, to the end. So I got Detroit. Defeating Seattle, uh, like 24-16 type of score, someone in there. Uh, but Detroit uh, getting the win. So, AJ, and then going accordingly, where do you guys say for this game in Detroit? Yeah, I'm going I'm going Detroit, too. I, I don't know what Seattle was doing in week one, but I did not like any part of that team that I watched, man. I, Detroit, they look good, unfortunately. But, uh, you know, I think there's just going to be too much for Seattle, especially at home. That place is going to be going crazy. Detroit fans right now are probably – I mean, it looks like they probably think they won the Super Bowl right now. They're going to be loud. That place will be that place will be jumping. And I, 
I, I like the lines too. Similar about score what you said. Probably like around 24-16. I think Seattle will put up some points, but they didn't look good week one, man. I, I like what I saw from the Lions. I'm going Lions. I mean, I, I promise y'all I'm not just copying you guys. Like, it's just, I'm, I'm giving legitimately my own opinions here. But I, I agree, man. The, the Lions looked really good. Um, I'm, I'm a big fan of everything these guys have done, right? I uh, love the coach. I, I think Dan Campbell is, is a dog in himself. I think he's like a – he's an, I love him. I think he's a great coach, right? He's a motivator. He's fierce. Like, he's aggressive. Like, he – he can get you to run through a brick wall with a couple of words, right? I like me some Dan Campbell. So I, I love what this team has become. Um, I, I actually think it's going to be between you guys and them for the, the the NFC North. I think that these guys are the real deal, and their defense got better. <laughs> they made some moves in the offseason that allowed them to put pieces um, to complement uh, – oh, boy, the edge rusher. I'm, I, I can see him. Yeah, exactly. Hutchinson. That's a freak of nature, right? Hutchinson. Oh, yeah. That kid's a freak. Yeah. So they've added some pieces, right, to go ahead and kind of build that defense around them. And you saw that. You saw that in, in, in week one. I, I think they're going to handily handle Seattle. Uh, I think Geno Smith last year was more of an anomaly. Right? That was the, the exception, not the rule of who he is. Uh, I think we're going to go ahead and see Geno Smith come back down to earth this season. You kind of saw a glimpse of that already um, in week one. I mentioned he's screaming, oh, my God, you know what I'm saying, as Aaron Donald is bearing down on him. Uh, <laughs> I can only imagine, you know, what he's going to do when he sees a younger, faster Hutchinson coming his way. So, um, yeah, I got the Lions winning this one as well. And then moving forward, we got the next game, which is going to be the Colts against the Texans in Houston. Um, Houston team, well, we'll be trying to group with the rookie quarterback starting – uh, falling off, both being 0-1 heading into this game, divisional game. Um, you know, trying to get the wheels from spinning and, and moving forward in a positive direction. Someone will, someone will win. I don't think it'll be a tie game at the end, but you never know. This could be the type of game to get one. Yep. I guess I'll go first again. I'm going to be going uh, with the Houston Texans, actually, to be getting the win. I'm going to be going with Houston over Indianapolis, uh, like a 16-10 type of win, um, but getting the win that way. So what say you guys, uh, Gunny, then AJ, um, what say you happen in Houston? Go ahead, AJ. I'll let you go first. Right, oh, me? Okay, cool, cool. I'm gonna go I'm I'm going Texans too as well. I th- think both of those quarterbacks week one actually looked pretty good. I mean, I know the Texans did put up points, obviously, and they got beat pretty good by Baltimore and Colts did score points, but I'm going Texans here. I think that Anthony Richardson was like, a, like he played way better than what I thought he was going to. But I think he's gonna like come back down and have a couple, couple turnovers this week against the Texans. I think CJ will outplay him, and I, I like it'll be super close. The Colts, Colts defense is probably better than the Texans, but I'm going, I'm going Texans. It'll probably be low scoring, I assume, but I'm going Houston. Yeah. So okay. All right. Finally, we're 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 on opposite sides here. Um. Okay. So I I agree with you. I think that both of the young quarterbacks, you know, what I'm saying, showed promise in week one. Mm-hmm. Uh. But for the very reason you just said, right, the defenses. Uh. Yep. I know there's some nice pieces on the Houston Texans defense and Demarco, the Demarco, the Demarco, the head coach, coming from the um coach Sala tree and whatnot in terms of defense. Demarco, Demarco, Demico, Demico Ryan's, Ryan's. Ryan's, is that right? Okay, Demico Ryan's. 
Okay, cool. So like them a lot. I think these guys are going to be good eventually. I don't think it's 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 now. I think the Colts' defense is more solidified. Um, they are better, and I think they're going to make it a bit more difficult for Bryce Young. Bryce Young, no CJ Stroud, CJ Stroud. for CJ Stroud. Um, <laughs> it's been a day, boys. <laughs> for CJ okay. Stroud, uh, I think Anthony Richardson's athletic. He played. I agree with you, man. I was surprised. I didn't expect him to throw the ball as well as he did uh, in Week One. But the fact of the matter is, he's an athletic freak of nature. I don't know, I don't know if we've seen somebody quite like him since Cam Newton in terms of size, mm-hmm. speed, power combination. And I think ultimately his legs are going to win them this game. Uh, and that Colts defense, it's going to be a, it's going to be a close game. It ain't going to be a blowout. But I think at the end of the day, the Colts walk away with a victory on this one. All right, moving forward, uh, Bears, Buccaneers, and Tampa Bay. Uh, Chicago, of course, trying to bounce back after getting knocked out by Green Bay. And Tampa Bay getting a big win against Minnesota on the road. So they get to have their home, their first home game um, here against Chicago. So it's certainly going to be an interesting matchup. At least was a finalist for me for my game of the week, which I'll show that later. But uh, anyways, Bears, Buccaneers, Johnny, what say you? What do you think is going to be going down in Tampa Bay? You say me? Yep. Oh, okay. That's weird. Um, so it's Tampa versus um Chicago. Chicago. Okay. So Baker Mayfield surprised the crap out of me in week one, right? Like, but for some reason, man, I, I said this other day to somebody, I said Baker Mayfield reminds me of the the common era Ryan Fitzpatrick. I, I feel like you don't expect it, you don't know how he does it, but he just goes out there and he makes plays, and you're like, man. That was a nice play, right? And you just never expect it from him. Uh, Baker Mayfield is one of those guys. I think he's a competitor, man. Like, he, he's just wired different. Uh, he won that game last week. You know what I'm saying? You, there's an angry Mike Evans on that on that Tampa Bay Buccaneers offense right now who feels a bit disrespected that, you know, the, the Buccaneers didn't feel the need to go ahead and pursue, you know, finalize the contract negotiation with them. I think that's added a la- layer of – motivation, chip on the shoulder kind of thing for a guy like Mike Evans who's never had a season without a 1,000-yard season. Uh, I don't. I, the Bears, to me, man, I just – I don't see it. I don't understand what the hype was because you heard people talking about the preseason, how they're – Justin Fields is going to take the next step. Like he's, I don't see it. I don't think Justin Fields is an NFL caliber quarterback. Might be great in the XFL. I just don't think the NFL <laughs> is going to work out for him. Um I don't think they have the the weapons. There's not really anybody you look at on on the offensive side of the ball, and you're like, I'm. T- I mean, DJ Moore, but unfortunately for him, he's got he's got Justin Fields trying to throw him the ball. So, now nah, I like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense better. I like their offense better. I like their coaching better. Um, I'm not saying a lot because Todd Bowles isn't the greatest head coach, but I like them better. I just think that it's going to be too much for the Bears, and they're going to kick off the season 0-2. Tampa Bay comes in there and beats them pretty easily. I don't even think it's going to be much of a game. Yeah, I'm also going Tampa. I think for the Bears, this is like – I know it's week two, but this like might be their season. Like If they can't bounce back from what that disaster was at home week one – and respond to playing. I, I don't. I don't think Tampa's great by any means. But if you can't come into Tampa, respond, and maybe beat Baker Mayfield, then it's going to be another long year. But I agree, man. I liked what I saw from Baker too. Uh, I'm so I'm down here in Tampa, and I was at a sports bar watching the games, and there's just straight Bucks fans. Those people 
they love the guy right now, man. They, he was like the heart of Tampa, it seemed like. They had Baker chance going on. It was crazy. It would be, be nice to see, though, uh, this week in Chicago. But, I mean, the Bears go out and get DJ Moore and you give him two targets. He's your best weapon you have now, man. It's just – I don't – that situation there is, is not good. And what they have this year is not what the fans thought it was going to be by any means. It is, I mean, they go out and sign a whole bunch of guys, spend a whole bunch of money on linebackers. They did nothing. I mean, it it's a mess over there, man. I, I'm taking I'm taking Tampa. I'm taking Baker. Same here. Baker Mayfield and Tampa Bay Buccaneers getting a win over the Bears. Take the Bears down to 0-2 at Tampa Bay over Chicago. Uh, 28-13 type score uh, there. I'm moving forward. A big game, at least especially for the home team. We got the Kansas City Chiefs 0-1 facing the Jacksonville Jaguars 1-0. So big game there in Jacksonville. And uh, I know for me, I'll be cheering for the Jaguars. So my prediction will be a 13-10 Jaguars win. Uh, but what say you guys in regards to your thoughts in regards to the game in Jacksonville, AJ? Uh, I'm going. I'm going Jacksonville. I think the Chiefs are going to start 0-2. Man, I, I don't. We don't know Chelsea's availability yet, which will have a huge part in it. But I liked what I saw from Jacksonville. Calvin Ridley is going to be huge in that offense this year. He's going to be. He's going to be up there in that top 10 wide receiver, maybe even top five this year. I mean, he looked good. That offense looked good. Trevor Lawrence looked good. I like the Jags this year. I think they're going to be a really sneaky team for the one seed just because of that division they play in and the schedule that they have. And this would be huge for later in the year. They beat the Chiefs and then going into seeding later in the year. But, yeah, man, I, that place is going to be – that place will be loud for this game. This will be a get, big game for them. I'm going Jacksonville. I look. I, I'm a big fan of Trevor Lawrence, man. I watched that kid. You know, what I'm saying, do things at Clemson that I, I was. I'm. I'm still pissed to this day that our kicker ruined it for us, and we did. We lost the first overall pick and dropped the number two. Right? I, it's what it is. I'm so salty about it, but I love me some Trevor Lawrence. And and you've seen the kid continue to grow and mature, even when he had to deal with the whole Urban Meyer situation. There's just something about a dude that can go ahead and put his head down, go to work, despite all the distractions, and still be respect respectable in terms of performance. And then now he's taking that next step. I agree, man. I think Kevin really is going to eat. I think Kevin really is going to eat this weekend. Uh, I know they they had they they agreed on terms with with uh, with Jones. I don't think it's going to matter enough. Uh, if my man looked like he was very, very comfortable just sitting in the suite that last game. Oh, yeah. I don't know if he is in game shape. Like he doesn't, I don't know if that's going to be impactful enough for him to come off literally sitting on the couch watching the games to go ahead and be impactful in, in his first game back. And I don't trust a single receiver that the, the Chiefs have, not a one. No. Um, God, no. I, it, that was, I'm telling you, we could have gone out there and probably help them win the game with some of the throws that Patrick Mahomes was just putting right in their hands. I don't mm. – that was heinous. That was heinous. Uh, so, yeah, I, I don't – even Travis Kelsey, if he was to come back, I think he's going to be limited. I don't mm. think he doesn't play last week if that injury is not worse than what they're letting yeah. on. Mm -hmm. There's no way you don't play him. The season opener, the, the, the banner is supposed to be coming out. You don't play him. It's worse than they're letting on. So I don't believe he'll even play. But – if he does play, he's going to be limited. I, I got the Jaguars winning this, man, and it's crazy to be saying this, but the, the Kansas City Chiefs are starting off 0-2, and, 
and and that's insane to me, but that's also great because that's one less mm-hmm. competitive team, you know what I'm saying, that falls behind the Jets <laughs> and opens up oh, a yeah. few more opportunities for us Every game for the matters. playoffs. Every single yeah. game matters. No so, doubt. yeah, I got, I'm, I'm, I'm with AJ on this one, man. I, I got mm-hmm. – I got the Chiefs falling 0-2. Jaguars take that win. Calvin Ridley's going to have a game. So that's, that's mm-hmm. my fantasy pick of the week, actually, is, is Calvin Ridley. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm putting him in a lot of my, deep, my daily fantasy leagues. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I like that. And we're talking about Calvin Ridley. Talk about his former team, the Atlanta Falcons. We have the Green Bay Packers heading to Atlanta to face the Falcons for our week two matchup. Uh, there we'll actually start with our guest. Gunny, what do you see happening for Green Bay Packers facing off against the Falcons in Atlanta? Now, I'm worried about Aaron Jones. Uh, I've been following Aaron Jones. I know that hamstring injury. Um, they they give him a rest day today, if I'm not mistaken. He didn't practice mm-hmm. today. Um, they're testing him on, on Thursday, which is tomorrow, uh, to see mm-hmm. if he's going to be good to go. Uh, if Aaron Jones plays, I think y'all blow him out. If Aaron Jones doesn't play, I think it'll be a game. I, I think Aaron Jones is key to making sure we keep those defenses, the defenses honest, uh, allowing some, some, clearer open, some clearer lanes for Jordan Love. But when you look at this matchup, man, the Packers' defense is just too good. Um, I worry about Bijan Robinson. I think that dude's a dog. Like I, I think that kid is this year's Brees Hall, right? I think like he he could potentially be offensive rookie of the year. Uh, I think he's oh, yeah. that dynamic. Uh, but after that, I'm I'm not really scared of Desmond Ritter, <laughs> um, the tight end. I, I he used to be Cal such Pitch. a. Yeah, there. Thank you. I thought he was going to be the next freaking Antonio Gates. He's proven to be mid at best. They don't. They don't really have the weapons to match up against y'all defense. But y'all, y'all stack the box and slow down Bajan Robinson. You, you, you force Ritter to go ahead and, and beat you with his arm. I think your secondary eats him alive. I don't. I don't see a scenario except epic collapse that the Packers don't win this game. <laughs> y'all would have to literally have an epic collapse to not win this game. The matchup is significantly in y'all favor. I think with an Aaron Jones, it's a blowout win. Without an Aaron Jones, eh, it's a 7-10 to 10 point game <laughs> for you guys to win. I, you know, I don't know if I fully feel – I think this just comes down to Joe Barry. Like, I think this is the week. Last week it was the Bears. This week is like – can we stop a heavy running game, which we were not good at last year. This front seven is much better than last year, but I just think it falls on Joe Barry. If we can stop Bijan and we can stop Tyler Algier, if that happens, we would, this game will be comfortable. If we make Desmond Ritter throw the ball, we will be comfortable regardless if Aaron Jones plays or not, but it'd be nice to have Aaron Jones. I know he was off today. Christian Watson's still out. It sounds like, Bach didn't practice. Uh, David Bakhtiari didn't practice today. Quay Walker might have a concussion, which would be huge, especially for stopping the run. But I, I think it's going to be really close, regardless. I, I think this defense will test Jordan Love this week. That secondary with uh, Jesse Bates back there. You got AJ Terrell at corner. This defense is fast, man. They got different schemes. They look, they look solid against Bryce Young. We'll see this week. But yeah, I like Green Bay. It will just come down to Joe Barry. It'll be close. It'll be close. And for me here, I have seen the Packers getting the win on the road and kind of going with what you guys were saying, close game. Uh, but I do have Green Bay getting the win, maybe the like second field goal, which would be great for our rookie kicker, right? I know in the uh, off season, heading into the season, he was having his ups and downs, uh, especially that first preseason game. But he did look well in the regular season, of course, in Chicago and all that. I think he's going to have his moment. 
in the sun and have a game-winning field goal. Uh, I have the Packers over the Falcons 23-20, to 20, uh, getting the win there. Moving right along, we got the Las Vegas Raiders going to Buffalo. Uh, Buffalo uh, trying to bounce back after losing to a team that lost Aaron Rodgers and now having a home game against Jimmy G and the Raiders um, for their home opener for the Buffalo Bills. So, AJ, I'll let you go first. What do you see going on with the Raiders and the Bills? Bills blow out. <laughs> Bills blow out. After last week, man, Josh Josh will be Josh this week. He'll find digs early. They'll get hot. And the Raiders, they're just not going to have enough on offense. I just saw earlier today, I think Devontae might be questionable this week. Hmm. So, it's you already got Jimmy G back there. And if you take away Devontae Adams, it's going to be tough enough, man. But – I like the Bills landslide this week, no doubt. Kenny? I love the offensive line of the Oakland Raiders. I do. I love me some Josh Jacobs. I think he's a dog. Mm -hmm. I'm a big fan of Hunter Renfro, too. I think Hunter Renfro is significantly underrated. Mm -hmm. But you ain't got no Devontae. (laughs) You got Jimmy Garoppolo back there. That Buffalo Bills defense is no joke. They are real. Um, I I hate to say it because I would love nothing more than to see those guys to go to zero and two. But Buffalo's gonna they're gonna be it's gonna be bad for for <laughs> for the Raiders. I feel like this is going to be a revenge game. Like this, they're mad at themselves and they need to pick oh, on yeah. somebody. This is going to be a bully. It's oh, not yeah. even gonna be. It's gonna you gotta. You're going to watch this game and you're going to feel bad for the Raiders because they're taking out their anger from losing to the Jets on the Raiders. And it's going to be bad. I got them blowing them out, man, 20-plus points. I don't even think it's going to be close. Um, they don't Like 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 Andrew said, they don't have the firepower. Their defense has holes everywhere. But the Buffalo Bills are coming in angry with a defensive line that's going to make Jimmy Garoppolo's life live in hell. It wouldn't surprise me if, if they pulled Jimmy just to keep him safe <laughs> after a couple of quarters. Um, so yeah, no, I got the Buffalo Bills, you know what I'm saying? Getting yeah. getting their freaking GPS back on track, their compass on track, and, and they, they just run through the Raiders. I read that sentiment. I'm going with the Buffalo Bills over the Raiders. Getting the win, uh, 27-13 type of score for that one. Um, moving forward, we got the um Los Angeles Chargers against the Tennessee Titans in Tennessee. Uh, we'll start with you, Gunny. What do you say you uh, for this Chargers-Titans matchup in Tennessee? Listen, we just saw that Chargers defense do things that usually takes a couple of weeks to kind of get going, right? The offenses in the NFL in week one aren't supposed to be putting up 30 points. Like, usually that's a process that takes a little bit, and they were implementing a new offense with a new offensive coordinator. That was just It was just too surprising to see them keep up with the high-powered offense of the Dolphins that are in year two. So I, I'm sorry, man. The Tennessee Titans, to me, just like, they just don't have them. They don't have wide receivers that can separate. Um, it, it doesn't look like the addition of DeAndre Hopkins is going to help Ryan Tannehill very much. He looked slow. He looked slow, couldn't separate. And this is a guy who he was never been known as a guy that can go ahead and create separation, but he could use his length and positioning to go ahead and open windows for quarterbacks with the ball. I didn't see that at all watching him this week. Maybe it's, again, week one, right? Maybe he can change. But Derrick Henry doesn't look like Derrick Henry either. It's almost as if, like, it finally caught up with him. Like, all those years of just getting beat up. I mean, eventually, you're a running back in in the NFL. You're going to get worn down. I I think the Dolphins – I'm sorry. I think the the Titans, man, could potentially be one of the worst teams, like surprising worst teams in the AFC this season. And, uh, 
yeah, they're going to get smacked in the mouth, man. Uh, this is going to be a loss. I think the Chargers are also pissed off. You know, they let that game get away from them. Uh, Coach Staley's being called incompetent on so many levels in terms of his defensive coaching decisions. I think they come through. They hit these guys in the mouth, and they're going to go ahead and like the Bills. Take these guys, take the anger and frustration out on them. They're going to put up points, and I don't think the Titans are going to have an answer for them. Yeah, I agree, man. I I got the Chargers by a couple touchdowns. I mean, Chargers are going to be too much on offense. The Titans got one of the worst secondaries in the league. It's it's basically just as simple as that. Titans are not going to be able to score points with the Chargers. Chargers are going to score a lot of points. I got the Chargers by a lot, and that's that's all. all by a lot is right. <laughs> yeah, that's all, yeah, that's all you need to say. I mean, it's I mean a bounce back game for the Chargers for the Chargers team that had over thirty points anyways in that game one and barely losing to Miami, who had to you know match that and beat that, which they did. Yes, so revenge on the Titans. The Titans defense that I don't really see that can be uh, taken advantage of. So for me, I have a 35-13 win for the Los Angeles Chargers, uh, getting the win there on the road um, in, a, in a bounce back game. But like I said, I'm, it doesn't really it it doesn't make sense to me in my own mind that it's a bounce back game when they had 30 plus points, but it still was yes a loss. But anyways, moving on from that, the San Francisco 49ers facing off against the Los Angeles Rams in LA. Um, you know, big game here. I'm going to go first, and I'm going to go with the 49ers getting a win on the road. Um, you know, Brock Purdy is him, and I think he's going to be able to prove it even more so here. And I'm going to go with Brock uh, here with the win over the Rams, uh, 27-16 uh, here for for this game. Um, so, Gunny, what do you say here? What do you think of Brock, and what do you think of his chances in L.A. against the Rams? Look, Brock Purdy, Mr. Irrelevant, has literally re-termed the phrase of Mr. Irrelevant, right? Like, I don't think you can even call it that anymore. This is a kid right now, I think, who's on the hottest winning streak ever for a starting uh, first-year starting quarterback in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Uh, he hasn't lost a game he started yet. Um, well, if, that he finished healthy. A game yeah. he finished healthy. He hasn't lost a game yet, right? So, so for me, I look at this kid with guys like Debo Samuel – you know what I'm saying? Ayuk looked amazing, right? You've got McCaffrey all around you to go ahead and just pick, hey, I'm just going to go ahead and dump it here, dump it there. You guys will do the rest. You know, they, he's got yak monsters for days to help him out. And I think, I think the best defense in the NFL. I think the 49ers, and this is, I think they're better than the Jets. I think they're better than the Cowboys. And if I'm saying that, that hurts my feel, but I think they are. I think the 49ers have the best defense in the NFL, and they're deep. They're just as deep as the Jets, if not deeper. And I think their their level of talent at the linebacker or the safety is a, is a, is a notch higher than ours. Like I, I think this is going to be bad. The the Rams were supposed to be in rebuild mode. They're supposed to be right now trying to figure it all out. They they got a little happy last week with their little win against Seattle. You know what I'm saying? But I think they're going to come back down to earth when they're they're going to play an NFL caliber defense like this. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a smack in the mouth. 49ers are going to get this one by two scores. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's going to be fun to watch, though, because uh, cause I like I love the 49ers. I, I'm a big fan, so I'll enjoy watching this one. But, yeah, 49ers to me are the, are the best defense in the league. Um, they're probably one of the more talented rosters in the NFL. Uh, I think this one's going to be a walk in the park for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree, too, man. I think from all the teams in week one, this looked like the most complete football team. I mean, they, from the jump, from first snap, they jumped all over the Steelers. On every side of the ball, they looked – so good. This team is scary. They're dangerous. 
teams like Philadelphia, San Francisco, or Philadelphia and Dallas, they they should be scared of this team. This this team's gonna be around all year, man. I I think they're the favorite in the NFC. I know the Eagles got a bunch, but that defense, that that offense, the way they play, so physical, so tough. I like them a lot. I like them in this week as well by a couple scores. I'm going 49ers. All right, we all go with the 49ers. We go with Brock, uh, continuing on in his winning ways. Uh, moving forward here, now we have the other New York team of the New York Giants uh, going on the road against the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, both teams trying to find their footing. Uh, I give more of a chance to the Giants than the Cardinals. So this game could be closer than you think. Um, but I'm going to go with Giants over Cardinals, like 16-3 type of win. Giants getting the win and getting their first win of the season. And Arizona, you know, tanking or continue to tank. Craig uh, is the number one pick, but I'm going to go with the Giants over the Cardinals. Uh, AJ, what say you here for the Arizona game? Yeah, I'm going Giants too. I, this is one of those games where if you're not a fan of either two teams, you probably don't want to watch it this week, man. They, the Giants look god-awful. They look terrible. Their offensive line was – I mean, I almost feel bad for Daniel Jones. It, like, it was terrible. It was so bad. Cardinals. I mean, they competed Week One, but they played the Commanders, and I, it's, I just see this being a real ugly game. I got the Giants. It'll probably be close with that offensive line. Honestly, they just gotta they gotta find ways to get Saquon the ball, like almost every play. Basically, I mean, that's all they got out there. Basically, they didn't really do anything with Waller. Yeah, I got I got the Giants. Probably it'll be close. I got the Giants. <clears throat> yeah, this is going to be this week's ugliest game of the week. It's going to yeah. be the game where you look at it, and even if you're a fan of these teams, you're going to look at this in disgust. I don't think it's going to be one of those things where you're proud of how your team performs. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, I, I'm with you. I, th- I think at the end of the day, the Cardinals are, are blatantly tanking. Like, there's no – I mean, they can tell you all they want to. We're, we're trying – we're never – we're trying to win. No, you guys are hoping Caleb Williams decides he's going to come out, and you guys are pushing for that. Let's just call it what it is. Um, I got the Giants winning this game because they they're not trying to tank. They they think they've got their guy in Daniel Jones. They they still got a guy like Saquon Barkley who I think when healthy and when he's operating on all cylinders is the top five uh, running back in this league. Um, yeah, man. I mean, Waller shockingly enough injured again. So I, I don't know what's going. On. I I don't know if he's injured or what's going on, but I think they have enough. Well, let me rephrase that. As bad as both teams are. The Giants don't have the incentive of wanting to tank. So because of that, they will win this game. <laughs> yep, I like it. I agree. There we go. And now we're going to be moving over the Jets Cowboys game. We were talking about, oh, about that earlier, gave our predictions for that game specifically, of course. Now we're going to move on to the Washington Commanders against the Denver Broncos in Denver. Uh, Commanders being 1 0, Broncos being 0 1. Um, even though the Commanders. You know, had a sloppy play. I did enjoy seeing and happy for them to get the win. Good for their ownership, good for their team. Morale moving forward. Broncos with John Payton, who is a lightning rod kind of in the media in general. Um, whether haters of him, either way, um, you know, how was Wilson going to be able to bounce back and how, how are things going to be able to move forward for Denver? Um, Gunny, what say you here with the commanders uh, on the road? I, uh, I think the I think Russell Wilson is who we who he's shown himself to be over this last year. Um, they wind up losing this game last week to the same exact stat line as last year uh, against this team, <laughs> and I I just I found it odd that it was so similar in terms of stat line to include the score 
that they lost that. I, I think there's a lack of pride or maybe even enjoyment of playing football anymore out in Denver. I, I think those guys aren't having fun. Um, I, I think Sean Payton kind of putting, you know, uh, trying to kind of prepare himself to push the blame off, you know, to hack it if, if they suck and they fail. And he's already starting off like this. I think he's desperate. And when you got a desperate coach, they're more entitled to take risks and make mistakes. And I think that desperation is going to be what allows the commanders, and they're, they're not much better, but they're young. I actually like Eric Bieniemy, and I think Eric Bieniemy has a lot to prove as well. Um, but I think he's going to stick to his game plan. And, and I don't know, man. I, I like Terry McLaren. I, I like him a lot. I think he's real good. Um, Sam Howell. His upside is there, right? I, I think they surprise Denver. I think they surprise Denver. I like Washington's defense. Um, and I, I actually believe that Sam Howell's going to keep getting better. And whereas Russell Wilson, I think we've kind of figured it out. He might have been the, benef- the beneficiary of a Pete Carroll uh, defense and offensive game plan that just made him look great. He, he could literally have been as good as we thought he was purely based off of the system he was in. <laughs> and I think that's something we can look at now and be like, yo, that – that could be his story. So, with that said, I'm I'm gonna go. I'm gonna bet on on the Commanders on this one. I think they can go in there, and they can go ahead and steal a win. And the Broncos start off zero and two. Yeah, man. I, I mean, I I think I'm gonna, I'm going Broncos here, but I'm in every everything you just said. I completely agree. I think this Broncos team is this exact same as last year. It doesn't matter who's coaching this team. Yeah. Russell Wilson is. He's not the Seattle Russell Wilson. He's just not. And with Jerry Judy out right now, I mean, they, they just don't have the weapons. I mean, their leading receiver this week was Samaj P. Ryan with four receptions <laughs> for 37 yards. I mean, no, yeah, there's there's no team that can win with that. And I, I think it's going to continue this week against the commanders as well. But I, in Denver, I, I, I just see this defense making a play. It'll probably be low scoring just like their last week's game. But I see this defense probably making a play late. Or all like all day, their defense ended up pushing them over to get the win in this one. Yeah, and uh, just to share, since I do this for every week, so I might as well do it since we're talking about this game already. For me, even though yes, there people would say there are better games out there, but for me, for this week, for my game of the week, I do have the Commanders against the Broncos for my game of the week here for week number two, and for predicting, I'm going with the Washington Commanders. Um, to get the win, um, get the win, kind of like a 23-20 close-scoring game, getting the win nonetheless uh, for that matchup. But for me there, just to show for uh, the game of the week there with the helmets, like I do each and every week. And now we move forward to the Dolphins against the Patriots in New England, division battle. Gunny knows all about that, knows all about those two teams. So we'll start with him. Gunny, what do you say you? Who do you think is going to be knocking the other out here in this Dolphins-Patriots game? So you have the classic battle of, of a team with a high-powered offense and a team with a really, really good defense. Um, the Dolphins' defense, to me, is very poor. Uh, I, I don't see anything that, that leads us to believe they may get better. I think the loss of Jalen Ramsey is more impactful than I thought. I was a big fan of believing that Vic Fangio coming in was going to make this defense a lot more potent and a lot more uh, worrisome. But we didn't see that in week one. They, they allowed, I think um, – well, as bad as the Chargers, uh, they're 31st and 32nd in the league in terms of yards and points allowed, right? So uh, not much to show uh, in week one. 
Um, with that said, I, I think this Patriots defense is it's real, man. Like it's it's Bill Belichick. He he I I've been on record saying he might not be the greatest head coach to me, but he is probably the greatest defensive mind we've seen in, in the NFL. Um I got the Dolphins come. I, I got the Dolphins winning it, man. I, I think in this NFL, you need to score points. And they don't have an answer. I don't care who you you, you don't two was a cheat code. Two two, two I'm not two. Um Tyreek Hill is a cheat code. I don't think you have an answer for Tyreek Hill. I think Tyreek Hill is a kind of individual that can go ahead and take a little five yard freaking screen route and just make you pay. No, nobody can slow him down on the on on the Patriots. Now their best bet's going to be to go ahead and create pressure and get into Tua's face. But I have a feeling they're going to go ahead and use Mostert a lot a lot more as well in the running game. Which again, another guy when he touches the ball, he's averaging four point eight a clip. They don't run the ball enough, but I think they will against in this game. As much as I would love to say, the I, I, this is this is yuck. I hate this. I just hate this. This is because if they if they could tie, if they could tie, it would be the greatest. <laughs> Weekend ever if they could tie, um, but I'm I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Dolphins or two and zero. I'm gonna go. They're able to go ahead and pull it out because I don't believe in Mac Jones. Uh, I don't believe in their the Patriots' ability to play offense. Yeah, I'm gonna go Dolphins. I'm gonna go Dolphins win this one 21-14. Um, I think at the end of the day that offense is legit. Uh, Tyreek Hill is a problem. And Jalen Waddle's a problem. Mostert is a problem. They're not going to have answers for every one of these guys. Uh, I, I'm going to go with with the Dolphins win this game 21-14. Yeah, I I totally agree. I'm going Dolphins, but they're not scoring no 36 points this week. No, I actually no. think that Mac Jones looked surprisingly good week one. I thought he – after that pick, he responded. He looked – I thought he looked good the rest of the game. And Bill Belichick's going to have – a good game plan in this game. They always play the Dolphins close, regardless of who's playing offense for the Dolphins. I mean, this is always a game that's low scoring and close. I think the Dolphins got got the edge because of Tua and Tyreek and Waddle, and that's why I'm going to go Dolphins, but I agree, man. I see like a 21-14 win, maybe like a touchdown or even a field goal in this one. Patriots will keep this close, but I got the Dolphins. Yeah, I'm going to go different here. Oh. I'm going to go a little bit different here in regards to picking. I'm going to go with the Patriots, I guess, the surprise win. Um, but okay. the Patriots to get the win, um, be one and one. The Dolphins be one and one. It would be great if the Jets are two and oh, so that help them record wise. But just in this game, I think the Patriots be able to keep up, be able to get a win late. Uh, Matt Jones, um, I believe in him from the outside, looking in more than, than most that are non Patriots fans. Um, and I just feel that even with. Um, Terry Hill and the Dolphins offense, I think Bill Belichick and the Patriots will be able to to find a way, find a way and get done and get a win. So I have like a 13-10 win, you know, kind of field goal win or something like that. A very close matchup. Both teams playing well. Defense is holding down. Um, and then New England getting the win, home field advantage, whatever you want to call it. And that's how I see it here moving forward. We got for Sunday night football on NBC, got the New Orleans Saints against the Carolina Panthers. Um, I'm going to go first here. I'm going to go with the Saints. Uh, I like what I saw there in week one. I think Panthers, again, their rookie woes and the starting quarterback. Defense wouldn't really be able to keep up. Um, you know, you got Carter there. Being the New Saints 
starting quarterback, I just think he'd be able to feast on this Panther defense personally. So I'm going to go with the New Orleans Saints to get the win, like a 27-13 win. Uh, but what say you, AJ? How do you see things going down there in Carolina? Yeah, I'm going Saints. I thought week one their offense was just like trying to find their footing with Derek Carr and all the receivers back. I didn't think they looked the greatest, but I think this week, this weekend they're gonna they're gonna find their stride and they're gonna put up points this weekend on that Carolina defense. And then Bryce Young, man, he he struggled. I mean, that Atlanta defense is tough, but they don't really have the weapons for him either. And he just didn't look the best. I see that happening again this week at home. I like New Orleans. I like them by a couple of scores. I'm going Saints. Ready? Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. Derek Carr to me was was the best quarterback. I'm sorry, the best free agent quarterback on the market this offseason. Um, I think them being able to lock him up, it, it, it just fits his playing style. He's able to go ahead and play in more warm weather uh, areas and in that dome. Uh, I like Derek Carr, man. I think he's significantly underrated and underappreciated. I think he's a top, top 10, top 15 guy in the league. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's got that ability. Um, yeah, man, I think I think their team is pretty talented as well. You saw Michael Thomas is back. It was great to see him finally after two yeah. years of playing. Uh, he looked good. The routes look crisp. He still looks fast. He looks he looks good. I was very surprised by how good he looked. Um, big fan of Chris Olave. I think that kid's going to be special in the league, too. They've just got – playmakers right you you know they got themselves jimmy graham back like there's there's playmakers all over that offense i just don't see how (laughs) i don't see how the panthers could (laughs) could hang around for 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 too too long so it's it's going to be a win it's going to be a convincing win i I think panthers will put up a fight you know they're young they're hungry they'll put up a fight but at the end of the day they just don't have the dogs they just don't have the dogs i think the, the 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 Saints win this one again by by a score. I don't think they're gonna. It's gonna be a high scoring game, but it'll be by like, by a score. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, the final game being Monday Night Football, we got the Browns and the Steelers. Uh, with the Browns being one and zero, getting that surprising win against Cincinnati, and their defense just showing up and showing out. Um, I do feel that some of the same is going to be the same here with Cleveland getting the win. The defense being the main reason. Um, and Deshaun Watson being able to manage the game well enough to hold the lead and carry carry the team to victory in a way. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go first. I'm gonna go with the Browns over the Steelers. I just don't believe in the Steelers, even though you know Mike Tomlin never been having a losing season in his tenure. Um, but I'm gonna go with Cleveland over Pittsburgh, 27-13 type of score, uh, and getting a big win, starting two and zero, surprising maybe some fans outside of the dog pound. But what say you, Gunny? What do you think is going to be happening there in Pittsburgh? They're in Pittsburgh. That's what I was going to get at. My brother's a big, big Steelers fan, right? So he was devastated at watching this game at this at the house here this past weekend. Um, he was going in there really cocky about them beating the 49ers. <clears throat> Try to tell him those boys, those boys are stacked. But, you know, I think this week they turned it around. Uh, I don't think we saw – there was a lot of missed tackles by the Steelers this past week. They they played in a way that was not Steelers football. Like I've watched the Steelers play for years. My I know my brother as long as I've known my wife, right? Because he's my brother-in-law, so I've known him for a while. So we we watch each other's games quite a bit, so we can always go back and forth and debate. And that is not Steelers football. That is not the Mike Tomlin brand of football that we're accustomed to seeing. And they've got playmakers. They've got playmakers on offense. They've got playmakers on defense. 
I think what winds up happening is they get smacked around by Mike Tomlin. Uh, Mike Tomlin was put this past week. Those boys are going to come out hungry, and it's at home as well. I don't think it's going to be a blowout win, and they play each other very, very hard. They, again, I, you notice it between steel that whole division play each other very, very hard. I think that's going to be the deciding factor, and I'm I'm going to bet on the better the better overall defense, and to me, that's the Steelers. Uh, I think the defensive line goes to the Browns all day, but I think the overall defense. I like the safeties, their corners. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with with the Steelers on this one. I think George Pickens is gonna make some plays. Um, hopefully, Najee Harris gets his head out of his butt because I got him in a couple of fantasy leagues. I could use those points, uh, so we'll see. So I got the Steelers winning this one. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a, a defensive battle as well. Seventeen <clears throat> fourteen. The Steelers wind up winning this game. Yeah, man, I'm I'm with you 100%. Tomlin's gonna have his guys ready this week. Yep. I uh I don't think either team is scoring more than 20 points. This is one of those old Steelers Browns games, man. It's just gonna be straight defense. There's not many big plays, a lot of field goals, defense making plays, special teams. I yep. I see a a true AFC North battle here between these two teams Monday, and I I like what. I Tomlin's gonna have his guys ready. What they play like week one is not gonna be their team all year, and I think Cleveland, man, their their defense is better, but Deshaun still didn't look good in any means throwing the ball. I mean, he got out of the pocket, made some plays, but he still didn't look right yet. I think the uh, Steelers are gonna knock him around a little bit, and uh, Watt's gonna get to him, make some plays. I like Pittsburgh in a really close game, just like you said, probably like seventeen fourteen. I like that. Yeah, this week too. Certainly, a, a lot of good matchups. Um, especially, you know, I have my game of the week with the Commanders Broncos. Um, I guess, Gunny, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I might have an idea of your game of the week. But looking into week two, would you say, you know, that being the game of the week for you? Because it is, of course, your team. Um, if I'm being honest with you, no. I think the game of the week for me is going to be that that Dolphins versus Patriots game. Uh, I, I really want to know. If those guys are real, the Dolphins specifically, right? You you saw them play against the Chargers, and there was no defense to be seen anywhere on the field <laughs> that game. There was no defense. So as much as I of my, my Jets and versus the Cowboys is my highlight game, like this is for me. I get that, but for me, the game of the week, if you're an AFC East fan, is is the Dolphins versus the the Patriots. I want to know if the Patriots defense is real going up against a high powered offense. And if this offense is real, going up against a, a really good defense, right? So we're going to get more of a breakdown, more of an understanding of what those two teams are about, which lets me feel much better potentially of what our matchup could look like facing one or the other. So uh, for me, the game of the week as a Jets fan is watching the Buffalo Bills, I'm sorry, the Patriots versus the Miami Dolphins. Although the, the highlight game for me is going to be, of course, the Jets because that's it's my team. <laughs> oh, yeah. And AJ, what's uh, you for game of the week? Sorry. Uh, I uh, I agree with what you're saying of like teams trying to show if they are real or not this year. I'm going to take that and go to a different game. I'm going to go to Jacksonville and the Chiefs. I think the Jags got are going to have to make a statement. I think yep. no Travis Kelsey, you you got to win this game if you want to be a real a serious contender in the AFC. Yep. You you got to win this game at home. No Travis Kelsey potentially. You got to win this game. I think it's going to be. A playoff type game in Jacksonville, man. Those two teams battling it out. They'll be super close the whole game. I, the superstars everywhere, man. For Jacksonville, Patrick Mahomes on the other side, Chris Jones on defense. Hopefully Travis Kelsey, but uh, yeah, I think this game's gonna have the fireworks. 
this is gonna be a good, good one. That's a good one, AJ. I, I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm like, damn, you're right. I, that game actually, I might be more interested <laughs> in seeing as well. Because <laughs> what better way to establish whether or not you're real than to punch the Super Bowl champions in oh, the yeah. freaking mouth? Like, mm-hmm. damn, that's a good one. That's a real good one. <laughs> and rematch, playoff, division. Yep. Round. <laughs> it's, gonna be, it's gonna be a good one. I can't wait for this one. Oh yeah, I agree. There, especially you know, being in Jacksonville, should definitely be a be a good game. Uh, thank you, Gunny, for being here, and also both of you for waiting for me. I to get this started, but uh, a great, a great episode, and you know, talk about you know our teams, talk about the games, and as we head into uh, another week, you know, week two, um, and I know you know starting off hot with the the Vikings Eagles game, uh, but before we go, we'll let everybody you know promote themselves. So we'll start with our guest. Start with Gunny. Where can people find you on social media and also the YouTube? Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, again, thanks for having me, man. This was a blast. You and I have been talking football for a while now, so it was great to finally get on the show and just chop it up with you. Uh, yeah, you can find me at New York Jet Situation Report or New York Jet Sit Rep for short. I'm on TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, um, Thread, uh, Twitter, and of course here on YouTube. Um, always putting out content, New York Jets related. Uh, I did my AFC East prediction video. I, I do the weekly prediction videos as well for the team. I had to adjust my my video. I had already done the first three weeks. I got to go ahead and make some adjustments now. We had a change in personnel that might alter some of those uh, scores I predicted. So I'm going to be re <laughs> retaping those, re-editing right. those, <laughs> and then putting those bad boys back out. But, yeah, um, and I also do some pretty awesome giveaways. Again, if you're a Jets fan, uh, right now I have a Garrett Wilson giveaway um, c- going to be announced tomorrow. So I'm actually announcing it first here. Uh, you know, correctly guess the Jets record before the bye week, and whoever gets it correct wins an autographed Garrett Wilson jersey. So um, I'm going to be b- promoting that here tomorrow. You got the scoop on that today. <laughs> okay, I like it. And AJ. Yeah, uh, I'm only on – yep, right there. That's my Instagram. My uh, Twitter X is what you call it now is uh, AJLR0 as well. Those are my same for both, but I'm only on Twitter and, and Instagram. I don't really use Facebook too much, but uh, those are my two that you can find my stuff, mainly Twitter. I'm on Twitter all the time. I'll be coming on everybody's stuff, running my mouth maybe. Hey, put that back up real quick. Put that back up, AJLR. Yep, that's my X. All right. Oh, boom! There you are. Yeah. And I go for and yeah. for me, you can you can find me at well, find the show specifically at talking underscore package that you see below, and of course my personal handle at army underscore strong underscore zero six. Uh, you find me on the gram at Stephen K double underscore zero six, and for those that care. I am also on Snapchat at sports underscore guys in zero six and TikTok Stevie K underscore zero six. So you can find me really anywhere and everywhere. Um, myself talking about the Packers. Uh, I do now do weekly IG lives. Uh, I do IG lives for the pregame and postgame for the Green Bay Packers uh, games. So I look forward to doing that heading into the Falcon game uh, and accordingly. So again, thank Gunny, thank you, Gunny, for being on the show, being a great guest. Salute and AJ as always. And for everybody else, thank you for watching. Whether you're watching live or you're watching otherwise, uh, ring that bell so you know when I go live again. I might go live out of nowhere. We have some breaking news here in Green Bay, let alone the NFL. So you never know when I might be dropping a video, let alone live here via StreamYard. 
So for AJ, for our guys Gunny, and for myself, hope you all have a great rest of your evening. And above all else, as always, take care.